Podcast. We're two modern mamas with the goal to inspire, empowerment, self-love, deep physical and spiritual nourishment, holistic health, and joy, no matter your journey, gender, or perspective. I'm Laura of Radical Roots. I'm a certified CrossFit trainer, certified nutrition consultant, and mama to Evie Wilder. And I'm Jess of Hold the Space Wellness. I'm a level one CrossFit trainer, a licensed and certified athletic trainer with a master's in kinesiology and mama to Baron Camille. Please note that while we're here to provide advice and insights, we aren't medical practitioners and always recommend that you check with a trusted provider before implementing any changes. Thanks for joining us. We're so happy you're here. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Modern Mamas Podcast. It's Jess. Um, I feel like it's long time no talk, but only because we recorded so many episodes in advance. I actually haven't been on a recording in a while. So I am here today with one of my... So I call you Annie. Is your name Annie or Anne? What do you go Anne. by? Anne. Well, okay. my husband does call me Annie, but and he's he, like the only person in the world. <laughs> you know who else calls you Annie? And I think this is why, is Elena... Whenever like she mentions you, she calls you Annie. Really? Yeah. Elena and I are friends in person, so that's really bizarre that that, that, that she calls me that. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, Anne, I have Anne Garland of Grassfed Salsa with us today, and she's actually um, one of my internet turned. I mean, we haven't met in real life yet, but we have gotten really close via the internet, and I just love following her. She um, has a really, really cool story that I'm going to share with you here in a minute, but we're going to be talking all about non-toxic home design and how to create a safer, non-toxic space in your own home. Um, Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This is literally like my favorite topic, so I'm stoked to be here. I'm so excited. Um, This is my favorite topic too, though. I'm still learning a lot um, because I feel like we always, it's kind of like this cascade of events. It's like, okay, you start eating better and you start like figuring out what you're putting in your body matters. And then you start maybe exercising or moving better. And then maybe you switch over some like skincare products or like, and then maybe some cleaning products and you're like dipping your toe in. And then I feel like at least for us, the last thing that we've addressed is our home. So totally. I'm I'm yeah. really, really excited about that. And I know a lot of times it can be scary because, you know, you look at the cost of like a an organic mattress and you're like, holy crap, like that's an investment, um, which I am excited to hear about all of your budget tips. I know we're going to dive into that today. So perfect. Thanks. Okay. Let me give you a little bio for Anne. So Anne is a certified integrative nutritional health coach and interior designer who is passionate about whole home and body detox, as well as personalized nutritional therapies tailored to the individual. She's the creator of several online programs and eBooks, including Ditch Your Nutritionist, Autoimmune Accomplice, and Detox Your Life, which is launching in January. I'm so excited about that. Um, when she's not designing hotels or creating content for her wellness business and website, Grassfed Salsa, you can find her snug- snuggled up to her nine-month-old daughter, Gigi, her husband, James, and her pups, Cohen and Kiki. What a it's, life. Yeah, I know. It's so crazy. <laughs> she's actually 11 months old today. And it's just like when I wrote this, she was only nine months. It's just so crazy how quickly time goes. Oh, my God. The time flies by. Especially once you're a mom. Which right. Which all of your... All of your listeners, I'm sure, can relate to. So it, was she born? Is she like a Christmas baby? Like around? She is exactly a Christmas baby. <gasps> I know. Oh, my gosh. What a present for you. <laughs> she was our little 
holiday Whoville cheermeister. Oh, yeah, I we love joke. that so much. Um, and she is she like mobile? Is she walking around? Is she getting into everything? She's crawling, and I think she'll she'll probably walk before her first birthday, but we'll see. Yeah, that's crazy. It's a She's, game changer. It really, I know, I know it will be. I'm excited though. Yeah, I'm sure. It it opens up a whole new world, but also a whole new like, okay, I can't just set her down here. Like she's yeah. gonna like take off. So fun times totally. ahead, friend. Um, okay, so today we're gonna be di- deep diving into, like we mentioned before, creating a non-toxic home, how to start, where to source things from, and everything in between. So I know you have this like very interesting mix in your your background, being an interior designer, but also being a like in nutrition and that whole, so I think you coming from that perspective of like, how does this fit into the whole picture of health and not just narrowing in on like the actual home design of it, I think brings a really, really cool perspective. I mean, do you work with clients one-on-one? I have in my past, but right now I'm working with uh, hotel design. So it's on a a much larger scale, but I have worked with clients like residential clients one-on-one. And I loved it. Yeah. yeah. Does most of your nutritional, like I know you have online programs and stuff. Do you work with nutritional patients, uh, like clients I, one-on-one? Yeah. So that was another thing. I did used to work uh, one-on-one with clients. And then because I still work in the design industry, it was just too much for me to do everything. So now I focus primarily on coaching through online programs so I can reach a bigger group of people um, at one time rather than just one-on-one coaching. That's amazing. Yeah. So the detox your life, is that going to be, I'm assuming you're kind of working everything in together, not just like through food and nutrition, but that's going to include some like environmental things and home stuff. Is that like a bigger picture program? Yes. So we're going through it right now with my beta testers and it's amazing. I, I, it's been so fulfilling. Um, it covers diet, movement, home, body, face, and mindset. So it covers like every area of your life. It's just a true like holistic wellness. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. Okay. Before we get into the nitty gritty, I always do an icebreaker question or I like to. Um, And this one is a new one. I have never asked anyone this question, but if you could be a character in one movie, what movie would it be and why? And what would the character be? Obviously. So it's funny you ask this because I literally have said this, I don't know how many times to my husband, but if I were to get to like choose a character to play, I would be Bellatrix Lestrange from Harry Potter. I'm just Ooh. obsessed with like crazy, wacky characters. And I think she is amazing. Um, but a character that actually like reflects me, I'm definitely Molly Ringwald and 16 Candles. I'm just very like basic I like to stay <laughs> home I don't like to party um uh, yeah that's awesome have you seen I'm not that really me- funny you are just, funny like, oh basic. my gosh have you seen that meme where it's like oh gosh Tim was telling me about it the other day but it was like everything that like you hated when you were like a teenager is now like what you want to be as an adult like home by eight in your sweatpants like not seeing people it's crazy because it's true <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, actually, my brother, he was a, a year, well, one grade older than me in high school. And he was always like, why don't you want to like go out after the football games? Like, why do you want to just go home and go to bed? So you've <laughs> always been this way. <laughs> yeah. And 
I like even in college, I would have like the parties at my house so I could sleep until like 9 p.m. when people showed up and then like go to bed at midnight. Like I was, yeah, I was always this That's way. That's smart thinking. Yeah. On your part, for sure. I always want to get, I've seen this floating around the internet too. It's like this like banner and it, you put it up when you have parties and it says, please leave by eight or something. <laughs> I feel like I that's appropriate. That. Yeah, totally need that. <laughs> okay. Awesome. That gives me a lot of insight into you. Bellatrix Lestrange. She, that's the actress that's like, she always plays a kooky character, yeah, right? She does. Helena Bon Bonham something. Carter. Yes. She's in it. all the like Tim Burton movies and stuff. Yes. Yes. Very she cool. is just amazing. She is amazing. I love her so much. Okay. Let's get into the goods. I feel like I'm a podcaster newbie right now because I haven't recorded in so long. So bear with me. I'm just so excited, like hopped off on coffee and drinking some green <laughs> juice and like ready to go. That's perfect. Okay. Hopefully the listeners can bear with me on this one because I'm just jacked. Okay. So tell us a little bit more about yourself, how you found your passion, how you got to where you are, and kind of where you're doing now. I'm really, really intrigued because I kind of know a little bit about your background, but I really want to like understand this whole progression to what you're doing now. So it's interesting. I got into health. Well, I I was interested in health even in grad school. Uh, When I was going to grad school for interior design, I thought maybe I should do nutrition instead just to have like two different areas to focus on. Didn't end up doing it. At the time I was like vegan. I was at just a very different place in my nutrition life and then met my husband five years ago and he totally changed everything for me. Uh, we both signed up to go to school with IIN and um, I ended up starting my blog. And for some reason, even though it was still my day job, design was still my day job, I kind of like kept it a secret that that was a part of my life. And I just never really connected the two. And I think because of that, I've always, uh, they've always just been very separate things. I've never felt completely fulfilled by either. And so lately, um, in designing the Detox Your Life program and designing my own home, like when I got pregnant with Gigi and started wanting to make these bigger investments towards like a non-toxic home, I really see where the two passions intersect. And I finally feel like, oh my gosh, this is perfect. This all feels so fulfilling. I don't know. All the stars are aligning, I guess. But so that's that's kind of how it worked for me. It was like I started out in design and kind of slowly transitioned into like a paleo autoimmune protocol style diet. And it's just kind of been evolving ever since. I noticed that you do a lot of like AIP stuff. Are you it's kind of getting a little personal, but like, do you do that just because you, you feel better that way? Or is it something that you need to do to control like an autoimmune condition? Yeah, I have celiac disease and then was diagnosed with endometriosis and PCOS. And now I've had two pregnancies. First one was a miscarriage, but then I did have a successful pregnancy with Gigi. And so I I do believe that because of AIP, I I feel like it was very much a fertility diet for me. Um, I think like a year after I started AIP, my doctor told me I didn't have any any signs of PCOS anymore. That's so incredible. It pretty, yeah, it was really impactful. And now I eat a 
customized AIP diet. So I kind of call it like my AIP diet has all the foods I've successfully reintroduced and then just avoid the foods that don't work for me. That's incredible. I think that's like the hope for everyone who has been through like an AIP protocol is that you don't, you're not always on such a strict like restriction and you're trying to figure Mm -hmm. out as many foods as you can actually eat as as humanly possible. Right. Um, But it takes time. I think, yeah. And I think that's, that's something that people, it's a mindset that people are coming around to because in the past, it seems like everybody has just wanted to like, tell me what diet is going to make me better. And they don't think about the long term and customizing it. And that's why, that's why I created my ebook, Stitch Your Nutritionist, which is a, a customizable elimination diet for the paleo diet and then autoimmune protocol, which is the same for autoimmune, the autoimmune protocol. <laughs> um, but they, they teach people how to customize a diet so that you're not constantly following something unnecessarily and restricting unnecessarily. That's incredible. I'm going to go download it as soon as we get off of here. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> I'll, I'll email it to you. <laughs> okay. um, and I will share my experience. I need, I, I've done an AIP um, protocol and it was incredible. Um, but I think where a lot of people fall off and where I did is I did the reintroductions almost, almost the right way. Yes. And then I kind of fell off the wagon. Yeah. The reintros mm-hmm. are hard. They really are really hard. Yeah. yeah, definitely getting support through that is key. Yes, totally. Okay, we digress, but this is what happens um, with, <laughs> when friends get on the horn. Um, okay, so let's jump into the, the home stuff um, okay. to kind of set the stage because a lot of our listeners had questions about like, you know, I can't afford to do everything all at once or, you know, maybe can't even afford to do one of the big things ever. Um, and so a lot of the topic is going to center, or a lot of our discussion is going to center around like, what are the worst offenders and prioritizing things and then little ways that you can make your home a little bit more non-toxic as well. So we are going to talk about the big things because I know there are people out here who are listening, who are going to be like, I just want to overhaul everything. Tell me exactly what to get. I want to do it in one fell swoop, but then we'll also, you know, piece it down for people who want to do baby steps. So to start off with, what are some of the worst offenders in terms of toxicity that you will find in a home? So kind of walk us through like you purchase your first home. What are the things that you're going to be looking for red flag wise, like that you want to swap out? So the hard thing is that a lot of the finishes that are in your house are going to be off gassing and having chemical emissions for potentially their entire life cycle. And I won't get into what those are because it is just a rabbit hole and it might make you a little scared and feel like you need to totally like switch out all the flooring in your house or something like that. And I don't want you to think that. Um, it, it just, I, it, but it is like a big thing to know is that the finishes that you choose can really make a huge difference in your overall toxic burden of your house. So to start with, we have paint and this is something that's actually been fairly new for me to learn about as well. Um, I was always choosing VOC free paint, thinking that was the best option out there. And it is a better option. You do want to avoid VOCs. VOC stands for volatile organic compounds. The thing is that VOCs are not the only harmful chemicals in paint. And just because a paint is VOC free does not mean that the colorants that are used in the paint are VOC free. 
And that's like another really, really big, scary um, thing that nobody talks about. So there have been times where I've purchased the exact same VOC free paint from the exact same manufacturer and it, the emissions of it, the smell of it is so much stronger. And now I've, I've learned that that's because the colorants actually have VOCs in them. But aside from all that, even if you were to find a completely zero VOC paint, um, it does still have chemicals, it has preservatives and everything. And the emissions that that paint gives off can last for years. So even if the scent is gone, it can still be producing these chemical emissions. So the one that I would recommend first and foremost would be a mineral-based paint. And this is something that you likely can find, um, you can definitely find it online. You can likely find it at some type of like home improvement store near you. I don't know that Lowe's or Home Depot carries it. I got it in Austin at uh, a store called Treehouse. But the three different brands I recommend, there's Kime, and that's K-E-I-M. And then there's Roma Bio and, oh, Faro and Ball. Um, so these are going to not have those preservatives. They're going to be chemical-free, virtually chemical-free, and emission-free. And the really exciting thing is they actually purify the air in your home. So essentially, your entire walls can be purifying the rooms in your house. Just That's insane. so cool. So, okay, can this paint be used interior and exterior? Like, can you use it on furniture? Like, can you use it on anything? Yes. Okay. Yes. So what if you have paint on, I'm looking around, a, we, we have a rental. Um, what if you have paint on, paint on the walls already? What's the process to swap that? You would just paint over it. Paint so you over. don't have to, mm -hmm, yeah, you don't have to do anything special. And if you have, like if you moved into a house and it wasn't recently painted, then you're probably fine. It's probably had a chance to off gas. You're not dealing with much there. But if you just wanted to like improve the overall quality of that room without purchasing a a uh, air filter or air purifier then you could paint it with a mineral based paint that's cool and, and yes you can use it outside awesome so like cost comparison to like maybe low voc paint because before i knew this we painted our dresser with low voc paint um mm -hmm. and the smell actually thinking back on it like wasn't very strong so I, i'm not sure um but like cost Cost-wise, is it about the same? I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be more expensive. But. It is more expensive. So the the no VOC paint that I would purchase was Bayer Premium Plus from Home Depot. And that was about, I think, like $25 to $30. Um, Faro and Ball is a kind of a trendy mineral-based paint. I believe theirs are like $100 a gallon. So pretty, pretty much more. Um, right. And then Roma Bio, I think, is a pretty comparable one because there's you actually dilute so you oh, have like okay. a like a concentrate and you pour it mix it with water right and I guess you know people were like okay I still want to make that investment just prioritize the rooms that you spend the most time in definitely probably first and foremost if you have kiddos that would be a huge one you, you sleep eight hours a day in your room things like that so yeah. Well, and in bathrooms, it's really good because it uh, prevents mold growth. Mm. And yeah, so it's really good in like damp rooms or if you live in Florida, like somewhere where it's really humid all the time. 
I would definitely recommend it. I love that. Okay, so we've got paint as the worst. Is there any more that you want to add to that list? Um, yeah, so formaldehyde. Formaldehyde is a chemical that's going to be in a lot of different products, and it's going to be found in your furniture. Uh, so we, there we have like wood adhesives. So if you have veneered furniture or anything that's like made with particle board, it's going to it's going to have formaldehyde in it. Carpeting is really, really a big one. Um, and not just carpeting, but rugs as well. And then a lot of the finishes in your house. So like laminate wood floorings um, can off-gas formaldehyde. And the scary thing with that is there's not a great way to test how much off-gassing is happening from formaldehyde. Um, there's not like something that you could go purchase to see if that was an issue for you. And it's kind of, it's like you could have one room of carpeting that's not off-gassing at all. And then another room of carpeting that's been there for 30 years and it's still off-gassing formaldehyde. So it's just kind of all over the place. But what I do there just to make sure that it's not like super stressful for anybody is to try to purchase things that do not have formaldehyde precursors or chemicals that can turn into formaldehyde or are formaldehyde free already. So I try to just avoid as many of the um, like veneered furniture as possible. What I prefer to do is try to find some vintage wood furniture that's solid wood. And then if it needs updated, you can just sand it down and stain it with a water-based paint. And that's like a really great option. What are some of your, if someone's like, okay, I can't do vintage and they want a semi-decent furniture option. Do you know of any companies that are doing a fairly good job of providing stuff like that? Yeah. So Ikea is a really great option because they do not, so you can get their, their product is manufactured outside of the U S which means their like standards are going to be a lot higher for the types of emissions that they are allowed. Um, and they have solid wood furniture that is completely unstained. So then you can stain it yourself with something that's not going to off gas um, or paint it with a, you know, a VOC free paint. So all of those are good options. And going back to the paint, I do want to just say like, if you can't afford the mineral based paint, zero VOC paint is the, the next best thing. So gotcha. go with that. Don't beat yourself up over it. But um, just to be aware that there is another option out there. Awesome. Do you know about IKEA's mattresses by any chance? Do you I know? do not. Okay. Yeah. I was. I mean, that's going to be one of our questions. I think further down. I mean, we could talk about it now because I know mattresses is something that people spend a lot of time yeah. on. Do you yeah. have any? Like, I is that off gassing too? Because you, when you open a mattress bag, holy shnikes, you can smell that for like months. Right. Or even going into like a mattress store. Um, mattresses. We spend. A, it's estimated that we spend a third of our lives on, you know, sleeping on our mattresses. So I personally think that a mattress is like top notch, something that you should start saving for. So we, my husband and I started saving for it like two years ago. And well, I guess it's been about three years ago. We saved for it for two years and then finally bought last, um, 4th of July, like a year and a half ago now. So I have some tips for how to make that easier though. Okay. So 
We, um, I, I would definitely suggest trying to use a holiday to get them less expensive and going to like a natural mattress store and the, the mattress salesman can explain to you everything about the options, uh, whether you want like a latex mattress, um, it, there's like a variety of different ranges so they can start out at maybe like 1500 and go all the way up to like $6,000 and you can just see, okay, what can I afford <laughs> and what are all the different options? Um, but a few ways to just make it less expensive. We ended up getting ours, I want to say almost 50% off. So we, we used a holiday, um, which it was already on sale. We got a note from our doctor, which a lot like a prescription from our doctor. And that way you can get it tax free, which on a big purchase is significant. And then my husband bargained, which he's really good at that. But you can always bargain with those salesmen. It's like a car, like buying a mattress is like buying a car. Never pay full price. <laughs> good to know. <laughs> And then uh, if you offer to pay cash, you can typically get like 3% taken off because they don't have to pay credit card fees. Ooh, okay. So, so you those said holiday, mm -hmm. cash, bargain. Uh, bargain. And getting a prescription from your doctor for a, yeah, for a natural non-toxic mattress. Okay. And I'll get it tax-free. And then what we used was, okay, this is like... Um, an app on your phone and it sounds so silly, but it is, it's called acorns. And what you do is you connect it to your debit card and every single purchase that you make on that card, it rounds up to the nearest dollar and transfers into your acorns account. And your acorns account then is put into like different stocks and you can choose which ones you want. Um, or just say like, I'm, whatever. Anyway, it goes into different <laughs> stocks. So it earns money that way. But the thing is I've saved or like I say, I found uh, $1,200 every single year using this. And I lit, it's not like every month I put a hundred dollars into savings and I see that money go into savings. And then I want to transfer it back. It's like, I don't even notice that I'm missing it because it's like 50 cents here, like three cents here. 75 cents. It just rounds it up to the nearest dollar. And it's so small that you don't even notice it's happening. Hi friends, Laura here with some exciting news. Four Sigmatic has come on as a Modern Mamas podcast sponsor. We are so excited. If you've been following along with my Instagram stories, especially you've seen that I use this stuff every single morning. The Lion's Mane Elixir is my absolute favorite. I add it to my boosted coffee for a extra boost of brain clarity, productivity, and focus that I genuinely did not experience until I started adding this in every day. They also make other elixirs like Rishi for calming, Cordyceps for an energy boost, and Chaga for an immune boost. Along with those elixirs, they also have really cool blends. I love the Lion's Mane and Coffee blend when I travel because I don't have to worry about getting my hands and lips on high quality coffee. I have it ready to go. All you need is hot water, you mix in the blend and you're set. They have caffeine, caffeine free options as well, like a chai latte and a turmeric latte for gut health and skin glow and all, they have all kinds of incredible blends. I cannot recommend enough that you go check out their website, find whatever mushroom blend is, is going to fit with your lifestyle and give it a try. The awesome folks at Four Sigmatic have offered our listeners, you guys are special, you get 15% off any order. If you go to foursigmatic.com forward slash modern mamas or simply type in modern mamas, all lowercase, all one word at checkout, you get 50% off. Check it out. 
see what fits your life, and happy shrooming. That is so cool. And so anyway, that's how yeah. you use, that's what you use to make like big purchases like this. Exactly. That yes. is incredible. So smart. Yeah. So that's one of, I have like three different tricks, but that's one of them. And probably the most exciting one because it's just the easiest. Like you just yeah. don't even notice. It's like mind, mindless, mindless saving, which right. is incredible. Totally. So, totally. okay. If, and you said you went to a natural mattress store. Say someone's mm-hmm. like, I don't have a natural mat- mattress store. <laughs> I'm out in the boondocks. Is there any online mattresses that you know of that are fairly decent? Because there, yeah. there's so many companies right now. It's like ship a mattress to your door and it's like in a box and then it unfolds. Right. I, uh, I would probably avoid those. Um, unless one like really stands out to you as being like a, a very clean brand. Um, but the one we went with was posh and lavish and I'm looking online to see what the other ones are because there are a few others and they're slipping my mind at the moment. No worries. I kind of put you on the spot there with that. But um, in general, is there like if someone's like, okay, I just want to Google bamboo mattresses. Is there like a a, a material that's generally more safe? Um, I think there's one called tensile. Um, I actually don't know. I, I think tensile is bamboo though, now that you say that. Um, so tensile would be a good one. And the, some of the things you're going to want to avoid would be like flame retardants is a huge one. And then like memory foam would be another thing that you want to avoid. Um, there was something with, this was so crazy to me, but there was something with uh, a sleep number bed where the mechanisms inside would trap moisture and people were like moving it and finding tons of mold inside their bed. Oh, I know it's, it's really intense. So, um, mold scares me. (laughs) Yeah. Mold is really scary, especially because it can happen at any time. So Mm -hmm. that's like, that's another thing that to be honest is likely in your home right now. Mm -hmm. And it's likely like, causing a toxic burden on your body. But the problem is that it's the way we build houses. It's the way houses have been built for like a century. So it's hard to really be immune to it. And I mean, it can happen at any time. So even if you don't have it now, it's like all you need is one leak to go undetected for a period of time and you can have an issue. Um, So I never would say that like you need to go out and build a whole new house thinking that you're going to be mold free because it really could happen any moment. Yeah. Um, Instead, just know what to look for in signs of mold. Um, I would have like a mold inspector find one on Yelp and have a mold inspector come out and test your house occasionally if you feel like you're really sensitive to it and just see if there's any areas of remediation. Um, honestly, mold could be a whole podcast on its own. It's I know. a huge topic. I, I've been following one of the, the people we've had her on the podcast, Megan. Um, she is zesty ginger, but she's having a mold saga, um, in their house and they bought a new, like an older home and it's just like crazy, like everywhere, hidden mm-hmm. everywhere. And they were having, right. um, physical responses like headaches and nosebleeds. And that was kind of what was like triggering to them. So, um, yeah, it's it's. I'm I'm interested. We might have to explore that in a different podcast. Yeah, um, yeah. It would be. We had to go through mold remediation with the house we purchased here, and we've had it. I've been in two 
three spaces with it before. My husband's been in at least one space with it before. We've both gotten sick. And yeah, so it definitely is an issue. Okay. So we won't go down that rabbit hole completely. And I'm, I'm assuming part of the thing is, obviously, if you suspect mold or you just want to get it tested first, test, don't guess. That's like the scenario totally. in every situation. Um, but then all these other things that you're doing to mitigate, the, like you said, the toxic load in other ways, like maybe you can't completely get rid of the mold right now, but like having paint that's a little safer having furniture that's not off gassing and not adding to that toxic load that's going to be a huge huge step in the right direction right. I'm assuming well that yeah because that's the thing when it comes to detox like your body was designed to detox you have a liver specifically to detox you know you have all of these your skin detoxes like all of these different systems within your body were there to detoxify but the problem is that when our bodies evolved to the way they are now with these organs and these systems, our toxic load and exposure was much less than it is now. And so the problem comes in is just that we are now exposed to more than our body can handle. So by reducing your exposure to toxins where you can, you'll be able to have a greater chance of being able to handle the toxins that you cannot control. I love that. I love that so much. Um, you had mentioned before we move on to the next thing, you had mentioned carpets. Do you have a favorite carpet supply? Where do you get your carpets? <laughs> Who's so your supplier? I, yeah, I would say a wool carpet would be the best option if you were buying like wall to wall carpeting. Um, the, I don't know of any brands that are doing it well, but the carpet backing is also going to be an issue. So you would definitely want to do some research there to try to find like a PVC free backing because that's likely where your issue is going to come in. The other thing with carpeting is it's primarily made from like a majority of the carpets and rugs on the market are going to be made from a fiber called polypropylene. And polypropylene was designed, I believe, in the 20s by a chemist. And that chemist originally said that it should never come in contact with human skin because it gets into your bloodstream and never leaves. So this is now like in the carpets that, you know, you're like rolling around on with your children. And it's just it's not something that I think has been studied like extensively to see what the effects are but it's just something that I feel most comfortable avoiding when I can especially since it is so prevalent in like our world it's made in so many different types of clothing and and everything um so finding like a natural fiber carpet or rug would be ideal and then if you can avoid it let's say you're building a new house I would just try to avoid carpet in general because um, and go with like a hard surface like tile or hardwood floors instead, or even engineered hardwoods, but primarily like hardwood floors. Um, the The reason for that is carpets also, when you think about it, it's just, it's something that you can't ever really fully clean. Right. And so it's just kind of soaking everything up, whether that be dust or toxins, and it's just kind of acting like a sponge in your house. Gotcha. Do you... Do you have a company that you like to use for rugs? Yeah, I, um, okay, so if you are not an interior designer and you're okay with things that are still good looking, don't get me wrong, but um, 
like I'm just very particular because I am a designer about like I want things to look very like artistic and Mm -hmm. I don't know anyway (laughs) um hook and loom is probably one of the best that I would suggest and like I said they do have really beautiful carpets um they're just a little bit more simple looking and then uh beyond that let's see here um Shoot, there was a one for children. I'll have to, I might have to. If you remember, shoot me the link. I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. Oh, it's um, Lorena Canal, I think. Lorena Rugs. Okay. Um, and they have really cute children's rugs. That's awesome. And then if uh, what we did was we purchased some natural fiber rugs from a brand called Safavia, and it, you can find it on Overstock or even Amazon. I think we ended up buying ours on Amazon. Very cost effective. It was flame retardant free. We bought a cotton rug and there was zero smell from That's it, awesome. like absolutely none. I've yeah. seen that brand on Amazon and other places, maybe even yeah, like rugs.com, Safavia. I'm not sure. Uh huh. And then yeah. there's like uh, New Loom, N U L O O M, is another one that you could look into. And then if you are open to it, there is a carpet tile manufacturer that um, I haven't been able to get. I, I have the reps information. I got samples and there was no off gassing smell by any means. Um, however, I, I still don't have a lot of clarity. I was asking for a lot of information from her. Um, Sorry, I just had a phone call. No. Uh, <laughs> so um, it's called Floor, F-L-O-R. And Carpet Tile, you're probably familiar with Carpet Tile from mm-hmm. like commercial spaces, like office interiors. This is designed for home interiors. And so it looks more residential. They're actually really fun. There's like a palm print one that I was like dying to use in my daughter's <laughs> room, but <laughs> James vetoed it. Um, <laughs> that company and you can like put them together like in different sizes and things right Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. yeah so that would be another one that I would recommend okay awesome I feel like we could just this podcast could potentially be like two hours long so um (laughs) let's go to the next question so just like real quickly if someone was like I've been you know they haven't implemented any of these changes or they haven't really been focused on non-toxic home space would there be any like signs and symptoms that someone might want to be on the lookout for as kind of like a red flag like maybe you need to do some of this sooner rather than later Mm -hmm. yeah if you're having allergies if you're if that's just been kind of a part of your whole life or if it's like an onset of allergies that would be something the the hard thing is it's kind of like Honestly, it's kind of like everything else where the symptoms can be so wide ranging. Um, One thing that we noticed with our daughter was when we moved to Kansas, we recently moved to Kansas and um, I won't get into the whole story. I'm not very, brevity is not my strong (laughs) suit, but (laughs) she, we, we finally came down to the fact that her, the laundry detergent that we are using at my parents' house was different than the non-toxic one that we had been using. And it was causing like eczema and redness on her cheeks uh, from her crib sheet. So they're just like, you could have skin irritants are, you know, some of the issues that you're going to find are going to be skin irritants, headaches. Um, A lot of people just, if they have multiple chemical sensitivity, they cannot deal with anything. I mean, they literally have to be like kept in a bubble 
and you just, you want to avoid getting to that point. Um, and the hard thing is that sometimes it can be like one trigger and all of a sudden you can't handle anything and, uh, you just have to be really, really sensitive. So I think just starting out slow and doing things that are really manageable. And then as you need to say, replace your carpet or replace your TV center or something like that, trying to find an option that's a little bit cleaner rather than going on a rampage and being like, I have to get rid of everything and remove everything because that's just not going to be sustainable. Right. So some of the small ways you could start would just be like switching your cleaning products would be a really great thing to do in the beginning, getting rid of uh, candles. Um, yeah. What are like your favorite that. cleaning products? I know I love Branch Basics. Um, Same. Okay. You're a Branch Basics fan. Yes. Awesome. Um, I also like Norwex and Norwex is Ooh. something you have to order through a consultant. So it's not as accessible, but they are cleaning cloths that somehow, somehow clean everything just with water. <laughs> By magic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I've heard that. I've been wanting to get um, one of the cloths because you can like clean your face with them like you can mm-hmm. I mean do all sorts of crazy stuff with them but I've heard incredible incredible things about Norwex as well yeah yeah okay. we have uh we have a uh, quite a bit of their stuff awesome um okay so that you kind of like segued in, into the kind of wrapping everything up what are some of this the things so you said cleaning supplies obviously so you said home fragrance that was actually a listener question she obviously I feel like she's kind of gotten rid of everything but it's like okay but we also want our our house to smell semi-decent like we have two giant dogs and sometimes it's like oh my gosh like you can just tell we live in a dog home sometimes so like we use a diffuser with essential oils but is there is that what you would recommend or are there other options out there so I love I love my essential oil diffuser. I've purchased one from I, I'll just say this. I purchased one from Natural Grocers and I the actual diffuser. And then I finally purchased one from Duterra and it made a tremendous difference. Oh, really? So I think yeah, I think more than the oil itself and an essential oil expert I'm sure would argue with me, but personally, <laughs> the, the diffuser makes the biggest difference. Okay. Um, so I would suggest that you can also purchase, um, beeswax candles and beeswax candles ionize the air. So what you look at there is toxins are going to have a positive charge and beeswax candles release a negative charge. And so it, uh, essentially it negates that positive charge and all those toxins fall to the ground where then you can vacuum it up. So those are, that's, I don't know if you can hear that, but my phone keeps ringing. I can't People hear it. Keep, okay, good. I'll <laughs> stop saying anything that would happen. Um, okay, so beeswax candles, and you can find beeswax candles that um, that are scented with essential oils. And then for you with dogs, because I have this issue too, charcoal bags of activated charcoal. You can hide them around your house, and those help a lot. Ooh. So those actually just absorb, absorb the scents. That's really cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've always wondered because a lot of times people will say like soy based candles, like are those, what are your thoughts on soy based candles? Personally, like I, I think there are probably fine soy based candles out there, but they're not really doing anything 
for you, whereas a beeswax candle like actually helps to purify the space around you. So I feel like why not switch to that? Totally. That makes absolute 100% sense. And making sure that the wick of the candle is 100% cotton. I would say that primarily like most beeswax candles are going to have uh, cotton wicks, but you can have a lead wick core um, or lead core wick. And those um, can produce like higher emissions of lead than what the EPA deems as as healthy. Okay. So what about, we had a question about air purifiers too. So um, what are your thoughts on that? Are there affordable options? I know most of the time it's like room, like you kind of start with one that will do a certain square footage. Like there's probably whole home systems as well. Um, This listener in particular lives in a very old apartment building. She's wondering if it's worth the investment to do an air purifier in the home. So the first thing I would do, especially if you have never done it before, is to have your air ducts cleaned. And that is something that like, if you move into a new house, if you suspect mold, if you have bad allergies, like 100% get your air ducts cleaned because it's relatively affordable. Um, I believe it's like, for the most part, maybe like $100 per 1000 square feet of your house. And if you have, if you're a renter, just tell your landlord you've been having bad allergies and they'll ha- they'll do it for you. Ask mm-hmm. them to do it. So a landlord is obligated, like it's legally bound to provide livable conditions. So if you say you're having bad allergies, like they're going to do that because they don't want, you know, I mean, for the most part, if they're an educated landlord, they're going to pay to clean your air ducts rather than like worry about a lawsuit later on. So she could ask her landlord to pay for it. Um, every time I moved into a new apartment, I asked the complex to have that done and I never had pushback. So definitely do that. And then I would do that like one to two, like maybe once a year, every other year. And then beyond that, um, making sure you're replacing your air filters in your HVAC unit. And that should be done four times a year. So that's another thing that like I thought was kind of common knowledge. But then when we moved into our house, um, we were like told that uh, that our HVAC air filter hadn't been replaced in like three years. Just, but that's just, like, is that, right. are you talking about the one that you just like open the grate and you just slip in a new one? Because you yes. can see that we replace it more often than four yeah, times a year. Yeah, especially with dogs. Yeah. Yes. Is there yeah. a particular one? Like you don't have to have it like HEPA or anything or is it just... A regular old standard. Um, so HEPA air air filters, that's a particular type of filter. And that's pretty common in pretty standard in all air purifiers. I would guess that it would be the same for your HVAC air filter, but I don't know that for sure. I can um, send you, we buy our air filters on Amazon. I can send you the link to the one that, that we buy. Great. That way you can include it. That'd be perfect. Um, okay, so ducks. Air filter, uh, air filters. Oh my gosh, can't talk oh, yeah. today. And then you kind of mentioned purifiers. like air purifiers. Yeah, so that would be then the next thing to add in, and it would just depend on what size of house you have. So if you have a, a small room, then you can do um, like there will be a different type of purifier that I would recommend than for a big one. And then of course there are like this is the best of the best, like 
don't buy any others except for this, but then it costs like $800. So there are ones that start at like $80. I would say you can find a decent one for like $80 to $150. I can send you like a few options. That yes, you can that would be to. so great. Because I know people yeah. will come back and be like, can can she tell me which one she re- yeah. recommends? So if you send me links and stuff, that would be amazing. Sure. Yeah. And then if you do, if you um, have the money to spend, or maybe you're just like really, really sensitive and you want the best one out there, uh, Austin Air is like one of the top brands. And then IQ Air would be like the best of the best. Is that a whole home purifier? IQ Air has home whole home air purifiers, but they also have um, mobile ones that you can move around to different rooms. And you could just start by making sure you have air purifiers in your bedroom since you are spending so much time there. Okay. Amazing. And then what about plants? I know you're a plant. Yeah. You're kind of a, a pseudo plant lady. I've asked you, like, I think when we purchased our home plants, I was like, which ones do you recommend? What are yeah, your thoughts on I plants? Love, so I think I mean, I don't know that this is true, but in my mind, like any plant is going to be good. Like it's going to bring in, uh, it's just going to be good for your mind and good for your home. But the ones that, um, like according to NASA, according to studies actually help purify the air and are ones that I actually think are really beautiful and want to have in my home. Um, there is mother-in-law's tongue. And that one has been found to remove VOCs from wood finishes and adhesives. And it's really easy to take care of. It grows really quickly. It's kind of cool looking. You've probably seen it on Instagram. And then (laughs) (laughs) um, another one you've most definitely seen on Instagram. There is a tree. So it's like bigger, but it's an indoor tree called the fiddle leaf fig tree. Mm -hmm. Um, So that one would be good. However, that one is really difficult to keep alive. It needs lots of light. It's like just a very fickle plant. So another one that I think is even better at detoxing and looks really similar and is really easy to keep alive would be a rubber plant. Mm. And it's big, so it makes an impact. It's a really good one. And I love I think that you like marry the like functionality, but you're also like, it looks really cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's a statement exactly. plant. Well, and that's the hard thing for me is like me and my husband, we don't want to spend a ton of money on this stuff. And like we do prioritize it. So I'm not we we likely spend more than the average person would. But um, like one of the rugs that we bought was two hundred and fifty dollars and that was for an eight by ten. You know, so that's it's still bad. like, yeah, it's still pretty affordable. Um but yeah, it, it's like I have to have something that's non-toxic, something that's affordable, and something that's beautiful. It's really hard to find. <laughs> have all three. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like you can have two of those. Right. For the most part. <laughs> Check two of those boxes. Um, right. Um, and then the last plant I would recommend is a golden pothos. Again, because it's really easy to take care of. Um, if you have a young baby like me who likes to pull the leaves off, you can actually take the stem and put it in a glass of water and it'll like grow a new plant. That's really cool. cool. I was trying to see if I could show you ours. I think we have a pothos. I don't know. I'm like the worst. I have a black thumb. I really do. And then we have a dracaena. Yeah, those are good too. Red leaf dracaenas. Yes. Uh Um, And that one needs a little bit of love too. And we also brought our succulent back to life, which was incredible. Um, succulents are hard. They were, I thought they were supposed to be easy, but I don't know where they got that 
that, that reputation. Yeah. It's like, I think if you, they're easy if they live outside, but right. if they live inside, they are like the hardest plant to keep, to keep alive. Well, I, I asked, I crowdsourced Instagram when ours was dying and basically we messed up because we brought, we switched climates. Like we brought an indoor oh. succulent outside or vice versa. I can't remember what exactly we were trying to do. Um, and so they have to be slowly, like if you're going to, I guess, transfer them indoor to outdoor or vice versa, like they have to be acclimatized slowly. So yeah, a pothos is like that too. My husband has killed our pothos and I've had to revive it twice now (laughs) because he put it outside. (laughs) Even just for like a day, it was too long. I'm like, it doesn't need direct light. Stop doing this. (laughs) Oh man. Plants. I, I am, they're growing on me. I initially I was opposed because I was like, I'm already keeping five things alive in this house. Yeah. Like, I cannot keep one more thing, but they've definitely grown on me. They definitely make our whole space a lot brighter. And obviously, like you said, they're, t- they're purifying the air and doing all those good things for us as well. Yeah. Awesome. Definitely. So we're rounding out. I think I'm looking over our listener questions. I really, really think that we have hit most of them. We talked about budget um, we talked about air filters, safer home fragrance, cleaning products. Um, I see to- one here that I would really love to cover Do it. if that's okay. Jump okay. In. Okay. So it, it's asking about moving into a renovated home that's, uh, off gassing. And that's something that we did in Austin. We purchased a home that had just been renovated and that's honestly, it's going to be like the worst time or a new build. It's going to be the worst time to move in. So if you can afford to just let the house sit for maybe 30 days before you move in, I know not everybody can do that. If you can't, or even if you can, what I would suggest is to leave the windows open and put air filters in the house and leave it empty for even just a couple days. Um, Even better is if you could rent an ozone machine. So ozone, an ozonator, I don't really know how you say it, but they... um, you definitely want the house to be vacant if you're going to use that because it creates free radicals, which is how it traps and binds and gets rid of all of the toxins and any odors. This would also be good if you're moving into a house where there was previously a smoker. It'll help to eliminate that smell. Um, and then paint as many of the walls as you can with mineral-based paint so it helps to purify the space as well. And then once you actually get into the house, like fill it with plants, put air filters, beeswax candles, salt lamps, all of those are going to help purify. And then the last suggestion would just be to open your windows as frequently as possible. And if nothing else, every this is like a good trick for everybody, but every time it rains, especially right at the start of the rain, the rain is going to ionize the air. And if... Um, I don't know if I've actually said this, but ionizing the air is what can help to purify it. So that's how like beeswax candles work and sea salt lamps. Um, But the rain does that to the air. So if you open the windows when it's raining, you're going to get a lot of that ionized air into your home. That's incredible. That's something free things like opening your windows (laughs) when it rains. I love it so much. Well, thank you again. I... 
I mean, I feel like we could talk at length more about all this stuff and we probably will have you back on just because I have a million follow-up questions, but thank you so much for sharing your knowledge and tell us where we can find you if we want to connect with you. And especially if we want to get in on that, um, the detox program in January. Yeah. So I have, I'm on all over the internet at grassfed salsa and grassfedsalsa.com. And then if you are interested in, in learning more about Detox Your Life, you can jump on. I'm sending out weekly emails, so you can jump on at grassfedsalsa.com backslash life detox. And life detox is just one word. Um, and then I actually am doing like a 12 days of Christmas where I'm giving away things and like running one day sales. And I believe the life detox, the Detox Your Life program will be a part of that. So, um, yeah, maybe hop on sooner rather than later because you might get, yeah, you might get like a killer deal in this program. Nice. That's awesome. <laughs> but also get a lot of other free things too. Okay. Incredible. We will definitely put that. I'll make sure this episode goes live before. When is that starting? Um, I think it's starting on the 12th of December. Okay. So it'll end like right before Christmas Eve. Okay, perfect. We'll make sure it goes live soon then. Thank you so much, Anne. You're the best. I You're am welcome. so excited to have gotten to even just see your face for an hour and hang out I know. with you. It was super fun. So thank you for coming and sharing all your knowledge, friend. Thanks for having me. No problem. And as always, you can find us at um, Modern Mamas. No, that's not where you can find us. <laughs> we don't have an Instagram yet. You can find me at just.holdthespace on Instagram, Laura at laura.radicalroots on Instagram, and shoot us an email with questions or topic um, ideas at modernmamaspodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for being with us, guys. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. We don't know what to say. Thanks for listening to our podcast. See you next time. Thanks for listening to our podcast. See you next time.